I'm not 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Don't 
ריבונו של עולם, אני מבקש ממך, בכל ליבי יהיו מזה התפילה, שתנחה אותי בדרך ישרה, ותודי אלי, אורך התורה.
Trinken, Mahim, 
in the a.m. Good morning, everyone. How you doing? It's a Thursday on this January 24th, the 18th of Shvat. Last couple of days of Yeshiva League break, or Yeshiva break, call it whatever you wish. Last couple of days. And I thank all of you who are tuned in around the world. A lot of people on vacation we are hearing from, a lot of people who are visiting places that they are uh, normally uh, not visiting or normally not frequenting who are taking us along. And listening in to JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network uh, all around the world. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, let's see. On our app, listener D. DeSantis says, looking forward to hearing Baruch Cohen speak at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on the 24th. That's today. We're also looking forward to speaking to Baruch Cohen coming up in a couple hours from now. J2 says, good morning, Nachum. Haven't heard Poogie Yoya in a while. Hmm. See if we can correct that situation. Um, let's see. What music have we heard this morning? Ma'amin b'nissim, it's Yaakov Shweki. Soul Farm with Shalom Lach Eretz Nehederetz. And uh, that's a meaningful selection to all of us here because that goes back to one of our great classic kosher halftime shows. In that case, kosher halftime show uh, 2015 when Soul Farm performed for us. That was a good show. Solomon Brothers with Shoshana Gula, done by Rogers Park. Simcha Liner's Medley B off the Israeli edition of Project Relax. Ohad at Semach Tzadik, and of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a uh, Thursday, everybody. Big day for us, of course. You know how Thursdays are here at... Ah, there we go. <laughs> you know how Thursdays are here at the Nahum Siegel Network. So a uh, big day for us, as usual. Rain and wind today. What is going on with some of my equipment? Some of my equipment is just not behaving today. Like It doesn't want to work. I don't know why. You'd think our equipment would want to work for us and our audience, right? That's what I would think. <laughs> um, there we go. 52 degrees outside with 99% humidity. Winds are south at 10 miles per hour. Much, much warmer in the New York City area than it has been. That's an understatement. Rain and wind today with a high temperature of 58. I'll take the rain and wind for those numbers. 58? Whew. No complaints here. Uh, partly cloudy tonight, low 31. Yeah, we're going to go all the way down to 31 later tonight. And then tomorrow, a partly cloudy, a high temperature error of Shabbos, 39 degrees. 62 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at uh, 52 here in New York City as we say good morning at uh, JM the AM. Plenty coming up on this Thursday. You know what Thursday means here at the network. A lot of great live programming all the way until 1 o'clock, then throwback Thursday until 4 o'clock. The Erev Shabbos show uh, tonight presented by our friends at Kedem. 
That is happening uh, uh, tonight starting at 7 p.m. Eastern time with Mark Zomik. There's a lot happening, a lot going on. Everyone's talking about the trip to Atlanta, it seems. Everyone is talking about the trip to Atlanta. We will be there starting on Monday morning, bright and early at the Young Israel of Toco Hills, uh, speaking to a whole bunch of people from Atlanta and other surrounding communities. Thank you to the American Committee for Shire Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. They, as usual, understand the importance and the... Um, and the um, What's the word? I don't want to say critical, especially not when dealing with a medical center. Uh, but they get the uh, how vital it is to get the word out about different communities and broadcast from different places around the world, whether it be Israel, different places in the U.S., etc. So thank you to the American Committee for Shire Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Thank you, of course, to the Orthodox Union. And they are really helping us coordinate uh, the guests uh, from different uh, areas of the southeast. So we thank them very much for that. And uh, we're looking forward to Atlanta. We're looking forward to some great shows. Mayor Kay is going to be with us. Naomi Nachman is going to be with us. Uh, rapper Sammy Kay is going to be with us down in uh, Atlanta. He's going to help us with the Kosher Halftime Show. Daniela Javiel from Israel will help us with the Kosher Halftime Show. There's a lot going on, a lot happening, and um, we're getting set for it. Big hello to Jody and everybody at the Spicy Peach. We'll be spending some time there as well. Down in Atlanta, um, and um, what can I say? We're just getting ready for the big journey. Simple as that. And what will hopefully be a great kosher halftime show, twenty nineteen, as well. Hey, a big shout out to Matsav.com. They posted all of our information yesterday about the big trip. Thank you. Matsav.com is uh, is with the Matsav. Yeah, they've got the uh, they've got our current situation going. By letting everyone know about our big plan starting on Monday morning, and we very much appreciate it. Monday at the Young Israel of Toco Hills, Tuesday, Atlanta Jewish Academy, Wednesday, uh, Beth Jacob Congregation in Atlanta, Thursday, JM and the AM will also emanate from Atlanta. We'll give you details on that once we know exactly where we'll be. Um, and then Friday, we're back here in studio. So almost an entire week of broadcasting on the road, which is for us outside of Israel. For us, a rarity and something we are really looking forward to. Yehuda Green is next. You're listening to JM in the AM. Shame, 
סוף לים, תוך שניות נעלם, שתיים קפצו אליו ביד. אנחנו עם סגולה, אנחנו לא לבד כשצרפות עלינו, כולנו כאחד לא נפחד עם ישראל עד אם נעשה רצונו, הוא יעשה רצוננו הוא אבינו, הוא מלכנו, מושיענו נישא עיניים ונתפלל דברו דבר ולא יקום כי עמנו
in the AM with Shimmy Engel, Shainis, Avremo had Hashemi Lachem, Mazel Tov to Avremo and the entire Freed family and tonight's big simcha, Kaveret Pugi with Yoya. That's right, by request, we got that Yoya in. Yanki Lemmer with Mimkomcha and Yehuda Green had Am Mikadashe. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Galitza on the background with our news from Israel coming up and plenty more on a Thursday. Reminder, next week we're in Atlanta. It's Super Bowl week next week. It seems the whole world, at least the world of sports and the NFL, is going to be concentrating on Atlanta, Georgia. So will we. It's one of the Jewish capitals of the South, surrounded by some amazing communities. We'll talk about Atlanta and all those communities, or many of those communities, coming up next week right here at JM in the AM. So make sure to be tuned in. Make sure to um, make sure to be listening all week long. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio. 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. Boker Tov from JM in נער יהודי בן 16, תושב מטה בנימין, מואשם בהריגת איישה הרבי, תושבת אגדה בת 47. על פי כתב האישום, הנאשם מידע לעבר הרכב בו נשאה הרבי סלע במשקל 2 קילוגרם, במטרה לפגוע בנושאי רכב ממוצא ערבי ממניע גזעני. כתבנו יאיר אורוויאטו מביא פרטים נוספים מחקירת הפיגוע. מלבד דגימת ה-DNA של איישה הרבי ובעלה, הותרה על האבן שגרמה למותה רק דגימה אחת נוספת השייכת לקטין. לפי גורמים המאורים בחקירה, גרסתו שה-DNA נמצא על האבן כיוון שהסתובב באזור, נמסרה רק לאחר ההחלטה להגיש כתב אישום. תלמידי הישיבה שהעידו אמרו שהנאשם לא היה איתם בזמן שבוצע הפיגוע, וגם לא ארבעת הקטינים האחרים שנעצרו. מעצרו של הנאשם הוארך עד להחלטה אחרת. 
רכז מודיעין במשטרה, מואשם בשוחד, הפרת אמונים ושיבוש מהלכי משפט, כתובנו בחיפה קובי מנדל. חוקרי מח"ש טוענים בכתב האישום שהוגש לבית המשפט המחוזי בחיפה כי במסגרת קשריו של רכז המודיעין עם מנהל בתי בושת בחיפה, הוא קיבל ממנו כשוחד טלפון סלולרי וכן זכות להשתמש בדירתו. בתמורה הוא מסר לו מידע על פעילות משטרתית בתחום עיסוקו. באישום נוסף נטען כי הרכז קיבל כספים מאדם שהיה בעליו של בתי בושת ובתמורה מסר לו מידע משטרתי וכן הגן עליו מפני פעילות משטרתית. תושב רמלה בן 19 נעצר על ידי המשטרה לאחר שצילם עצמו חופר קבר לאחותו בת 16. מהחקירה עולה כי בעקבות חילוקי דעות בין השניים, האח שלח לאחותו סרטון בו הוא מצולם חופר קבר בבית העלמין ואומר, מקומה של הילדה הזו הוא כאן בין הקברים. כתבתנו הדעה שטייף מעדכנת כי המשטרה הגישה נגדו כתב אישום בגין איומים. כ-212,000 ניצולי שואה חיו בישראל בסוף 2017. כך מפרסמת הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה לקראת יום השואה הבינלאומי. כתבתנו עפרה ארליך. במהלך שנת 2017 נפטרו בישראל כ-8,000 ניצולי שואה. כל הניצולים מעל גיל 72 ו-3% מתוכם מעל גיל 95. 16% מהניצולים הם ילידי מרוקו ו-10% מעיראק, לעומת 65% ילידי אירופה. רוסיה מזהירה את ארצות הברית, מעורבות צבאית אמריקנית בוונסואלה תוביל לחורבן במדינה. כתבת חדשות החוץ, מאיה רכלין. סגן שר החוץ של רוסיה הבהיר היום כי מוסקבה תעמוד לצד הממשלה ברפובליקה, אך מבלי להזכיר את שמו של נשיא ונצואלה המכהן ניקולס מדורו. עוד אמר כי כל מעורבות של צבא ארצות הברית במתרחש תזעזע את היסודות עליה עומדת אמריקה הלטינית. אמש הזהירו בבית הלבן שאם הנשיא המכהן מדורו יפגע במנהיגי האופוזיציה, הוא יישא בהשלכות. פתיחה מוצלחת לנבחרת הישראלית בג'ודו בטורניר הגרנפרי שנערך כעת בתל אביב. לפחות שלוש מדליות לנבחרת הנשים של ישראל. כתבנו אופיר יונתן. שיר הראשון היא העפילה לגמר עד 48 קילוגרמים ותתחרש שם נגד יריבה מאוקראינה. גילי כהן גברה בחצי הגמר עד 52 קילוגרמים על גפן פרימו חברתה לנבחרת. תזכה גם היא או במדליית הזהב או בכסף. גפן פרימו תתחרה בקרב על הערד. במשקל עד 57 קילוגרמים העפילה לגמר תמנה נלסון לוי, וגם היא הבטיחה מדליה בתחרות. מזג האוויר מחר ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות, בשבת שוב התחממות. אלה החדשות שעורכת ענבל אלבז.
Bye. 
Oh, oh, oh. 
JM in the AM, Ari Goldwag and Yerushalayim. Before that, you heard the... Uh, oh, sorry about that. Uh, before... <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, before that, Micha Gammerman with Yebis said there, Lipa had Ben Fega, Miami with Torres Chaim, Tfilali Shlom Hamdina, that was Shoresh, and, of course, Gershon Varoba opened the hour with Ki Chilatz. The 7.32 in the morning, JM in the AM. We'll talk about Atlanta and plenty more coming up. First, Rabbi David Goldwasser, his words, Zechonish Masarov Zebnev and... Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. When Rabbi Lozer fell ill, Rabbi Yochanan went to visit him. He noticed that he was lying in a dark room. He was a poor man and he lived in a room without windows. Rabbi Yochanan bared his arm and light radiated from it. He noticed that Rabbi Lozer was weeping and he said to him, Why do you cry? Is it because you don't study enough Torah? Surely we learn that one who sacrifices a lot and the one who sacrifices a little have the same merit, provided that the heart is directed towards Shemayim. Is it perhaps a lack of Parnassah? Not everybody has the privilege of learning and wealth. Is it perhaps because of the lack of any children? This is the tenth son. Rebeloza replied, I am crying because of your beauty that will go down into the earth. Rabbi Yochanan said, On that account, you surely have a reason to weep. And they both cried. Rabbi Yochanan then said to him, Are your sufferings welcome to you? Rebeloza replied, Not them and not their reward. Rabbi Yochanan said, If so, give me your hand. At that point, Rabbi Lozer did, and Rabbi Yochanan healed him. The question is asked, if Rabbi Yochanan had such a great koach to extend his hand and to heal the person, why did he ask all the questions? He could have just extended his hand in the first place and healed him. The answer is, if he would have asked first if he wants to get well, Rabbi Lozer might have answered, with Yehush, with despair, leave me alone and he'll just die. Because he was so distressed from all that had happened. Because he felt that the Torah was far from his Yedios. He was very poor and he had no children. And now, with this additional illness, the Yisurim, the pains that he has, he doesn't have the Koach and he wants to die. Because of this, Rabbi Yochanan began to take apart his troubles one by one to deal with each one by itself until only the illness remained and that's why he waited to extend his hand. In life, we learn that there isn't anybody in this world who can escape completely unscathed without any tsar. We all have a little bit. However, if we deal with all of them as one, if we deal with all the things that go through in life, thinking about it in one jumble at the same time, then it almost seems too overwhelming. We could become dejected and fall into despair. Hashem helps us deal with each problem, with each challenge, one by one. See that we remedy the situation Ask a Chacham, ask an Eitzah, some advice, 
as to how to get out of our situation. Take care of it. Little by little, a person will climb out from whatever pit they're in. And Be'ezus Hashem, they will be healed and go on to a life filled with Simcha and Sason. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. המהפכה האמיתית זה שכל אחד ידע שצריך להיות גאה, להיות יהודי בארץ ישראל. ככה נהיה חזקים, ונדע תמיד שיש אחד ששומר עלינו, ואין עוד מלבדו. מודה אני כל בוקר Shulchani Shelo ehye rae Shelo eda keeh Al etzvok yuchai Modeani Al kol kishronotai Ve'al kol shirai Et kula magdish lecha Da lecha, da lecha Aba shemodeani lecha
J.M. in the A.M. Yeah. Inshallah. Yaakov Shweki here at J.M. in the A.M. Before that, Omer Adam with that Moda Ani that everyone's talking about. 14 minutes before 8 o'clock in the morning, it's J.M. in the A.M. on Thursday. Yeshiva League break or Yeshiva break. Call it whatever you wish. It's the Thursday of Yeshiva break. The Kleins say the best store is Spicy Peach. The best city is Atlanta. Best source of Jewish music, J.M. in the A.M. Come straight from the uh, JM Nam Nachum Siegel Network app. Thank you. Uh, our rabbi friend down there in Atlanta, who's getting ready for our visit, says he's home today, but listening to JM Nam, looking forward to giving y'all a big bruchim habayim to the Atlanta Jewish Academy next Tuesday. Thank you, rabbi. He also says, and Naomi Nachman, a table for two with a spicy peach. I didn't think the place could get any spicier than it already is. Then this happens. Well, thank you. Oh, everyone's talking about the spicy peach. Um, welcome back to the Yachad Birthright Group from Israel. It was an amazing trip, according to listener Aryeh. And he says it feels like the afternoon. Yeah, well, you just landed from Israel. That happens. <laughs> Before Yaakov Shweki, you heard Omer Adam. It's JM and the AM on a Thursday with some rain outside in New York. But thank goodness our temperature is up to 52 degrees Fahrenheit. Rain and wind today with a high of 58. Then tonight, partly cloudy, low 31. Partly cloudy tomorrow, high temperature of 39. You shall lie right now at 62. We're at 52 in New York City as we say good morning. At JM in the AM. Lots going on here. After all, it's Thursday, right? Lots going on. Unlocking greatness. Charlie Harari's topic, looking with humble eyes. That's happening at 9 a.m. 9.30, Michael Fragan will look at the latest political news on spin class. Jew in the City Speaks. Ninoska Ravid, Managing Director of Israel's Women in Theater, will speak with Allison Josephs. That's life. Miriam L. Wallach. Miriam's joined by Shira Lankin Sheps, founder and publisher and CEO of the Layers Project magazine. 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Thursday Live Lunch, 1 o'clock Throwback Thursday. JM Rewind at 4. The Arab Shabbos Show at 7 p.m. Eastern Time with Mark Zamek, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. That's all happening. That's all this that you just heard is happening here at the Nahum Single Network all day long. Big, big thank you to the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. They, along with the Orthodox Union, are sponsoring and presenting our live radio broadcasts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it looks like now Thursday as well from Atlanta, Georgia, as we feature Jewish communities around the Jewish South and um, the Southeast region of the United States and really concentrate in Atlanta just like everyone else is doing with the NFL, the Super Bowl being in Atlanta this year. So we'll be there. Mayor Kay will be with us so we can record the Kosher Halftime Show. And um, and that's that. So a big thank you to uh, the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem, where you may recall we had an amazing Kosher Halftime Show last year. Big thank you to the OU and all the work that Naftali Herman and company are doing to help set up all the communities for us to speak with. And we are looking forward to an amazing presentation. Kosher Halftime Show this year presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm. Thank you to the Rothenbergs. The Rothenberg Law Firm, fans of the defending world champion Philadelphia Eagles. They are uh, presenting our Kosher Halftime Show this year, and we thank them very, very much. So lots going on, a lot of things happening. We start Monday at the Young Israel of Toco Hills, early, early Monday morning, JM in the AM. Then JM in the AM Tuesday at the Atlanta Jewish Academy. JM in the AM Wednesday at Beth Jacob Congregation in Atlanta. Spicy Peach with Naomi Nachman. If you're in Atlanta, come by on Tuesday afternoon. It's going to be great. See Naomi uh, do the show from there. And big hello to Jody and Lydia and everybody down in Atlanta who's been so helpful, so nice. 
Yeah, so the rabbi wants to know about the Thursday show. We just don't know yet. The Thursday show is probably going to be done at some point late Wednesday before we go to the plane. We just don't know exactly where yet. Uh, as soon as we know, we'll certainly invite the world to come on by, and they'll have an opportunity to come on by during the afternoon for those who can't come by during a morning show. Um, but as soon as we have details, I would assume we're going to be uh, announcing that and releasing the information to the public. So simple as that. Also, pay careful attention to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Again, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Pay careful attention. There'll be lots of stuff going up constantly, as you can imagine. Um, so make sure to be tuned in. And uh, like I say, pay careful attention. Simple as that. All righty. JM in the AM Thursday morning. More coming up, including this from Mordechai Shapiro. Oh, my God. 
sacred home where our base high make dust stood now the foxes roam overcome with grief by their awful plight such a desecration to the holiest of sides but one man shed no tears he just stood there laughed and smiled He answered their confusion and 
explained This destruction was foretold Before our home is built anew So I smile as I see those words come true And though we wait for so many years Our faith remains the same That soon the time will come When we will know of no more pain And though we've cried so many tears We are comforted by you Akiva, Akiva, Nihamta Could we have known it would take this long Clinging to your hopeful words, trying to be strong You're the one who taught that we too can find Beyond the pain and sorrow, there is a greater plan in mind that one day we'll see the glory of our eternal base amikdash As the sounds of laughter fill our streets again Our elders and our children in the city of our king Many years our faith remains the same That soon the time will come When we will know of no more pain And though we've cried so many tears We are comforted by you Akiva, Akiva, And though we wait for so many years, our faith remains the same. That soon the time will come when we will know of no more pain. And though we cry so many tears, we are comforted by you. J.M. in the A.M. All right. Um, wrapping up the hour with Baruch Levine, brand new from the Pedusha album. That's called Akiva Nicham Tanu. Good song. Great message, frankly. Mordechai Shapiro before that with Hayom. I want, I want to thank her by Schloss. <laughs> 
He says, greetings from Mr. Spicy Peach. Looking forward to seeing and hosting you next week. Thank you, Rabbi Schloss. Thank you, Lydia. Thank you to all the people who have um, been amazing in preparing us for this trip to Atlanta. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are in Atlanta next week. Thank you to uh, American Friends of Sharitetic uh, Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. American Committee, rather, for Sharitetic Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Thank you, of course, to the OU. Thank you to everybody who's been so instrumental in um, in helping us with this uh, Atlanta trip. Should be amazing. Join us. Join us by tuning in. You'll hear about Atlanta and a lot of other communities of the southern region of the United States. So join us, please. Uh, as we are about to uh, start the third hour of this show with some Avramel, the great Avram Freed, I want to take this opportunity to wish Chevy and Mayer a Mazel Tov. Chevy and Mayer are um, getting married tonight in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, these are the children of Yosef and Miriam Muss and Avramel and uh, Sivia Freed. And to Avramel and Sivia and the entire family, we say Mazel Tov. I'm looking forward. I believe this is the first time in all the years I've actually been able to make a freed simcha, uh, either once or twice before I was actually, uh, an ovel, uh, when they were celebrating. In fact, one year, I remember I was actually sitting Shiva and people came to visit me on their way to the wedding. Um, so that, that was not possible for me to do. And I think, uh, once or twice other than that, I was actually out of town doing shows in Israel. So tonight we get to celebrate Baruch Hashem and I'm so happy. So to the Mus and freed families, Mazal Tov, Avramel and Sivya were, were, Looking forward to the big celebration tonight. Chevy and Mayor Mazaltov to you from all of us here at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.
J.M. in the A.M., that's the Kinderlach with Bamarom. You heard Shalshalis Jr. in there with Shmakolenu. Avremo with Kapara and Hineni as we wish a Mazel Tov to the Freed and Mus families. Tonight's the big wedding in Brooklyn, New York. Mazel Tov to Avremo and Sivia and to the Freed and Mus families. And, of course, to the Hassan and Kala, Chevy and Mayer from all of us here at J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast, J.M. in the A.M. on this Thursday, reminding you that next week we're in Atlanta, Georgia, the capital of the NFL for this year, the capital of the Super Bowl for this year, and a capital of the Jewish community down south and the American Committee for Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem and the OU and so many wonderful sponsors are going to make sure that we are in Atlanta next week with wonderful shows focused on Atlanta and other Jewish communities of the south, so make sure to be tuned in all week long. And, of course, Mayor Kay will be with us. We're going to be recording our Kosher Halftime Show presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm and, of course, enhanced by so many wonderful sponsors as well. So it's going to be quite an event next week in Atlanta, Georgia. It starts Monday, Young Israel of Toco Hills, 6 a.m. Eastern Time or earlier. We may get on the air earlier than 6 a.m. Eastern Time next week. Who knows? So make sure to be uh, tuned in. Meanwhile, listener Morris is out there from Rome, Italy. The home of Shpacha sends its love and regards to the entire Nachum Siegel staff. He says today is Charlie Harari coming up at 9 o'clock. Yay to that. And uh, the S's family, they're on their way back from Israel from the big Simcha. We say Mazal Tov to them and thank them for I told you, a lot of people are listening as they travel during this yeshiva break. And the S's family is a good indication of those who are traveling and listening, even in Rome, Italy, at this point. More coming up. Shlomo Katz next at JM in the AM.
about to teach you, no nigga. Came down just this last year, right after Havdalah, a beautiful Shabbos. Should be a schus to hear that Beseira really soon. And we need Aliyah and Avi to come and let us know good news. Should all be blessed this year with only hearing good news. Only good news and let us really believe that it's possible to just have a year of good news. Amen. on the sides of the stage and it's taking all of you in because that's the only way I decided to make another album to Bechever with me enough of my only only my voice so we need harmony we need your clapping we need your energy we need everything please help us out
JM in the AM. Elio and Avi live in Melbourne with Shlomo Katz. Kinderlach before that with Bamaromi. Heard Charles Shellis Jr. in there with Shmakolenu. Thursday morning, it's JM in the AM at 8.31, 29 minutes before 9 o'clock. Baruch Cohen, who is an attorney out in uh, California and has been a um, a follower and fan of JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network for longer than either of us uh, would ever care to admit. <laughs> uh, recently, he had the opportunity to address the boys' division of Valley Torah High School on the topic of killer litigation strategies for lawsuits, business, and life, which in parentheses he writes, avoiding Chilul Hashem's. Uh, he sent us an outline of the speech, um, and frankly, he and he has put together his own list of rules that if one follows, they are more than likely capable of avoiding a chilul Hashem in the workplace. And it's a lot of rules, it's a lot of things to keep in mind, but during his presentation out there, uh, the students were uh, were just, you know, gripped by the entire thing with lots of questions and reaction. And I, I think he's doing an amazing job in spreading this word as we cringe every time someone who's noticeably from our community does something that embarrasses our community and, God forbid, puts our community in jeopardy. And um, we've asked Baruch C. Cohen from his law office in Los Angeles, California, to join us on this Thursday morning broadcast here at JMAM. Baruch Cohen, welcome back to JM. Uh, welcome to JMDM. I don't know if you've been a guest of ours before, but welcome to JMDM. Good morning, Nachum. I was a guest of Yigal, your brother, years ago, and I'm one of the founding fathers of JM and the AM followers <laughs> in the West Coast. I totally agree with that, and for that we are eternally grateful. Um, all right, you're a lawyer. You spend time in court. You spend a lot of time with clients. When did the issue of Chil Hashem and one's uh, and, and the way one behaves in an atmosphere like yours uh, uh, start to uh, uh, to become prominent in what you do and what you and, and and what you speak about. Well, it really starts from the inception of my uh, legal practice as a civil litigator. I try cases before judges and juries, and in many ways, we as litigators we see things, we observe things that perhaps Rabbanim don't observe. We see the impact of the Chalashem on the non-Jewish community or on the non-religious community. And we see the way our clients, they might be Orthodox Jews, we see the way they come into court stridently or with a certain sense of, um, you know, entitlement, and it gets lost on the court. And every single time there's a tragedy, perhaps a legal tragedy or a scandal, and there's this expectation that the Orthodox Jews should be given special, uh, you know, dispensation because he's an Orthodox Jew and it doesn't happen that way, people get crushed. And, you know, every single time there is this type of crisis, of course I get these letters and these snide emails and these snide phone calls from those that already are predisposed against us. And they use this as fuel and they go, oh, you see, this is what your Jewish faith is all about. And it's, it's quite humiliating. So being a civil litigator and a trial attorney puts you in a certain forum where you can observe things that are not necessarily apparent to the outside world. Baruch C. Cohen with us from Los Angeles. Um, and, and this is happening on a regular basis. Like People wouldn't believe that you see and, and feel this type of situation almost every day. Well, the, the Chil Lashems are some of them are outright. You can see a headline on the L.A. Times, the headline in the New York Times, the Daily News or the Post. But there's also the subtle 
um, insults. Um, you know, for example, when 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 colleagues, lawyers will say to me, "Why are Orthodox Jews so rude?" Wow. You know, that's not something that you see on a headline. But that comes from, you know, anyone who's driven in Flatbush, Arab Shabbos, Arab Yontif, sees double parking, triple parking. Or you see, you know, yeshiva guys in a restaurant and they leave the place in a total shambles and a mess. Or they see we're not opening up doors for people with double strollers. Or we're being nosy and we're prying and we're being invasive. There's a certain degree of public Hashem and there's also private. The public comes into the sphere of the, in the courts where you see a disproportionate amount of orthodox welfare fraud, construction fraud, slumlord situations. You know, so the Chil Hashems can, you know, they cringe you when you see headlines, and that's part of my PowerPoint presentation. When I show headline after headline, you know, your average from person sees the news, they turn the page when they see the Chil Hashem because it just bothers us. But, you know, to the outside world, we're all Jewish. And what happens to, uh, you know, one sect of the Jewish community, they pigeonhole us all as the same. And they're predisposed, you know, they don't like us already. And we don't need to give them any more fuel to dislike any further. So the notion of being aware of the problems that we are facing, how we're not, we're not necessarily rising to the highest levels, I thought it would be appropriate to put together this outline, which seems to be a hit, of observations of where we're going wrong, how we can elevate our game and up our game and man up. You said that the um, or you indicated that when you when you speak to to young people, they they're they're fascinated by the presentation. Why is that? Well, you know, the feedback that I'm getting is, you know, and I mean no disrespect to Rabbanim. I'm the hugest fan of Rabbanim. I go to Shiram, I learn, but oh, there he is. It's another beard moving his lips, and it's not necessarily inspiring to kids. But when they hear solid hashkafa and direction coming from a lawyer wearing a yarmulke, this, this creates a culture comp in their minds, and it creates a, an interesting you know, perspective. This is stark Torah lessons coming from a source that I didn't necessarily anticipate it should be coming from, and it has a very jarring effect on a lot of kids. Wow. Uh, the uh, Baruch C. Cohen 15 Rules to the American Orthodox Jew. Listen carefully, everybody. i got to go through them relatively quickly. Can't spend time on each one at the moment. One, keep your word. Do what you, do what you, what, do what you say you're going to do. Number two, document everything. Confirm everything in writing. Three, follow the rules and be a law-abiding citizen. Know the laws and serve on a jury. Don't avoid it. Four, don't think you're smarter than the law and won't get caught. You will. <laughs> Five, myth of shortcuts. Work hard. There's no express elevator to the penthouse suite. That's Six, the number one rule, in my opinion. Number five, there's no express elevator to the penthouse suite. Work hard. Don't look for shortcuts. Because if you look for shortcuts, you're going to end up taking a shortcut to a place you don't want to go to. Correct. Six, you're not right because you're orthodox. You're right because you're honest. Seven, establish credibility. Admit when you're wrong. Eight, listen. To, I'm sorry? Man up. Right. Eight, listen to your internal compass. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. Nine, consult before taking action, not after. Ten, believe in yourself, act with courage and confidence, but never with arrogance. Eleven, stop being nosy, quote-unquote, but I'm just asking. What do you mean by that one? Give me an example of that. Someone will come over to me and say, uh, Baruch, how much did you pay for your house in Hancock Park in Los Angeles? Why would someone ask you that? 
because there's a sense of, well, I should be able to know because uh, this is the way, because I'm just asking. And why does that fall under the Chol Hashem category? Because it falls under the nosiness that we are, it's how we are ah, being and then, and then people from other communities or our own secular communities would then would then perceive us as being inappropriate, as being nosy. Correct. In, right. in the secular world, it would be totally unacceptable to right. go over to somebody and ask them, how much did you pay for your house? Right. Good point. Good point. Um, number 12, give unconditionally with no exception of any expectation of anything in return. 13, insert based in arbitration clauses in your contracts and believe in our Torah. 14, stand up for Judaism and Eretz Yisrael. Never apologize about both or, or I guess you mean never apologize about either. Correct. And 15, pause before pushing send on any email or text. It could save your life. And I think everybody's got an example of that one, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> have you ever pushed reply all instead of reply oh, on please. an email? And do you know how many businesses have been destroyed, partnerships wrecked, marriages right. destroyed, litigation, funding, lawyers for eternity because the person didn't think before sending that email or text? You know, I was in a public place last night with thousands of people, frankly. And someone asked me, someone said something to me, and and I reacted the way I think any normal person would react, with, with annoyance. It was something that any person, if they would have heard this comment, would have been annoyed, and, would have, and you would have, would have seen the expression of annoyance like I had on my face. But if I, was more, if I was more in tune with the way people think of us and how I represent, which I always say that we have to be careful, we always represent the Jewish people, state of Israel, etc., then even if I am right to be annoyed, I nonetheless would have been, you know, more, what's the word, more... Um, reserved? Not just reserved, but I would have been more contrite. And more, you know, I would, I would, I would have, you know, I, I would have apologized, even though it probably was, it wasn't necessary. No human being would think there was a need for me to do that, but it would be the only effective way to do it to have those people leave with a good impression of someone wearing yarmulke. You know, we are under a community microscope. When right. we wear a yarmulke, we have an extra measure of responsibility where we have to be on guard, more careful, more courteous, more prudent, and that when we mess up or when we screw up, it gets magnified. So we have to be on our best behavior. That's exactly why we're an Am Hanivchar, chosen people. We have to set an example. Baruch, not to take this to a level that you may not want to take it to, but would you say that sometimes when people do behave like this in the business world and try for shortcuts and do things on the backs of other people, um, it, it could be a lack of faith in the one above? Because it is only the faith in the one above where we truly believe that he gives us the parnasa that we're expecting to get if we put in the work. And, it, 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 and, and if we're real believers, if, we're, if we are real, really faithful to him above, we would never behave in that uh, type of manner when trying to achieve our goals. It goes without saying, shouldn't, uh, shouldn't, um, it, wouldn't it be wonderful if people could say that a business venture was absolutely proper because Orthodox Jews were running it? Remember, oh. there, in our history, in our recent history, there are a lot of stories of, you know, he on 47th Street in the world of real estate, they shook my hand and I knew it was fine and that the deal was 100% because the, this person would never go back on their word. Correct. And when, when a rabbi was speaking at Lincoln Square Synagogue not too long ago and asked this rhetoric question like, wouldn't it be wonderful if the surest way to attest to the trustworthiness of a business was to say that it was operated by an Orthodox Jew? Right. And the audience uh, broke out in spontaneous laughter. And that was sort of like a... Uh, you know, uh, um, 
like a lie detector reaction. It was a very true reaction because, unfortunately, the reaction is that that is not the case. And why should people laugh when the suggestion is made that the most trustworthy and honest people are Orthodox Jews? Why shouldn't this be true? After all, we, we, we follow a Torah. We claim to live our lives in consonance with the will of God. And we believe that we'll be answerable to him in the world to come. How could we be anything but scrupulously honest and trustworthy? Wow. What's the takeaway from all this? Are you going to be speaking in a bunch of places around the country on this topic? Well, right now I'm going to be speaking at EULA, Yeshiva University of Los Angeles, at their Ethical Leadership Seminar. Um, and I've received inquiries from other uh, locations, but uh, haven't worked out the details yet. The most uh, promising thing about this conversation, frankly, is that it, is the reaction you said you've gotten from teenagers. The reaction you've gotten that they they aren't laughing; they're taking this seriously, and they and they're interested in putting an end to all this. And I would hope that that people like yourself with this message would go to other segments of our community and speak to the young people, they may also, even though they may have grown up in an atmosphere like we've been describing, unfortunately, they may also have an interest in putting this to an end. Well, I think, yeah, and I want you to know, uh, when I recently spoke at Valley Torah, you know, the hands were up. The kids didn't want to leave seriously because it was a, it was a gripping PowerPoint presentation, very dramatic. But one kid asked me a question that really, it got to me. He said, well, why, why shouldn't, other than the Olam Haba, the world to come theory, if the guys who are the shysters and they're getting away with it and they stole $38 million and they're living a magnificent life, why shouldn't I be attracted to that option? And I looked at this kid and I said, you know what, what an, what an honest, truthful question that is. I have a colleague who cheated on his LSATs. Um, got into great law school, he told me recently that he feels that his entire career is predicated on fraud. And he feels that he never really, really earned it. He also told me, because he, his, his professional life continued along that road, he said that every single time a NYPD car drives by and he hears a siren, he thinks it's for him. Mm. He lives a life in constant per- perpetual spilkes, thinking that he's going to get caught at every knock on the door, every phone call sends him into, you know, a downward spiral. That's not a way to live. Baruch C. Cohen, uh, if people want to be in touch with you, are you willing to give out an email address or any other type of contact? Sure, you could contact me. You could connect with me on Facebook, uh, Baruch Cohen, or you could email at bcc4929 at gmail.com. I appreciate you sharing all this with us this morning. Thank you so much. Good talking to you. I pray that it'll make a big difference, and I have a feeling it will. Uh, Baruch C. Cohen from Los Angeles. Topic, Chil Hashem. Something to think about, everybody. Uh, all of us, me, everybody. Something to think about how, uh, how we are perceived and how every single little thing we do can make such an impact, both positive and, God forbid, negative. Thursday morning broadcast, 14 minutes before the hour. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. <laughs>
J.M. in the A.M. Yosef Chaim with um, Chizku. Baruch Levine before that with Shei Bana and Benny Friedman had Misha Ma'amin. Uh, ready to wrap things up on a Thursday. Reminder, we've got a full schedule, as you would suspect, on a Thursday here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up next, it's um, it's going to be, uh, unlo- it's going to be uh, Charlie Harari. Charlie's going to be on on the topic of... Let's see here. The topic of unlocking greatness topic is looking with humble eyes. Looking with humble eyes. Spin class with Michael Fragan at 9.30. The latest political news. Jew in the City Speaks. Allison will have Ninoska Ravid, Managing Director of Israel's Women in Theater. At 10.30, Miriam Alwalek with Shira Lankin-Sheps, founder and publisher and CEO of the Layers Project magazine. Live lunch will be from the New York City studios at 11 a.m. And we will... Um, have Throwback Thursday at 1 o'clock. Don't forget tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, Mark Zamek with the Erev Shabbos show brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. It is with sadness that we report on the passing of uh, Matis Weingast's mother. Uh, Mrs. Weingast um, uh, passed away overnight uh, at the age of just under 94 years old. And uh, you can imagine how long we knew her and... Uh, how much she meant to uh, everybody associated with JM and the M and the Nahum Siegel Network, most prominently for having uh, an amazing son who's been part of our team for 35 years. So to Matis and Karen and the entire family and the extended wine guest family, our condolences, of course. We should only share Smachot, the funeral taking place later today, a graveside service early this afternoon in New Jersey. And uh, we take this opportunity to... Um, Wish the wine guest family our condolences and, of course, only smachot 
in the future. Achenu Yisrael and Achimachem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NahumSegal.com, on the NahumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a, a Thursday morning edition for us here at JMN. Plenty tomorrow, including the weekly update, and of course plenty coming up now on a Thursday uh, uh, broadcast with great live programming and much, much more all day long here on a Thursday at the Nahum Siegel Network. Atlanta is Monday. More details tomorrow. Mazel tov to the Freed and Mus families, especially to Avramel and Sivia and to Chevy and Mayer. Mazel tov. The big wedding is tonight. Looking forward to celebrate with everybody. Have a wonderful Thursday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.